Hi friends, and welcome to week one of Behold. And this week we're going to talk about Mary as healer. And we're gonna talk about our moms, and we're gonna talk about Mary, and we're gonna talk about what it is like to experience a mother's love. And the quote that I chose for this week is a beautiful quote from the book Read of God by Carol Hauslander, and it says this, and I, I absolutely love this. She says, Mary is not wearied with our littleness. Her smile comes down to us like a benediction through the sea of flickering candles. And she blesses our wild flowers withering at her feet. For each one of us is another Christ. Each one to Mary is her only child. It is therefore not tedious to her to hear the trifles that we tell her, to look at the bruises that we bring to her, and seeing our wound of sin to heal it. I have, over the years of journeying as a woman and as a religious sister for so many years, and just as a human being, I've had the distinct journey of, of getting to know our Blessed Mother, Our Lady, more and more. And many years ago, I, I just fell on my knees in front of a statue of Our Lady, and I just told her, I cried out to her, and it was the first of many prayers that I've made like this to her, and I, I came to her and I just said, I, I need to know you. I need to know you. I, it's not enough for me to know about you. It's not enough for me to know anymore what my parents taught about me, taught me about you. I, I need to know you. I need to know what it means to be a woman. I need to know what it means to be a daughter. I need to know what it means to be a spouse. I, I need to know you. I need to know you. And so when we journey into this Advent season and we talk about the Holy Family and, and we speak about the person of Mary, uh, what we're asking is for her to reveal her heart to us. And every single one of us comes to earth, Jesus too, um, in the womb of a woman. Every single one of us, you and I, spent more or less nine months in the womb of a woman. And we were totally dependent on her. And we were formed in the quiet of her womb. And we were formed you know, from our conception and, and as we grew and, and her, her body fed us and we were completely dependent upon her. And just as our, our brains formed and all of our cells formed and you know, she, she set the regulation many times for a heartbeat, for our hormones. And we intuited very deeply of her, of her environment of what was happening to her. You know, was, were, were our mothers happy? Were they content? Were they stressed out? Were they nervous? Were they anxious? As children, we absorb everything in the environment of the womb. And the womb is, is called to be the safest place. And it's very beautiful. It said that Our Lady conceived Jesus in her heart before she conceived him in her body, in her womb. And that is the beauty of a woman, uh, to be able to receive to have the capacity to receive within her body is, is an organ that is actually it does nothing else other than receive. And you just see the way her beautiful body is formed, that she has, she has, she has breasts to nourish, to give life, and, and, to, and to take care, and to be a refuge, and just the way we as women, our bodies are warm, and they're soft, and they're round, and, and they're to bring people in, and it's really lovely. Uh, St. Edith Stein, St. Teresa Benedict of the Cross, she said, a woman's soul is a shelter, in which other souls may unfold, right? And so that heart of Our Lady is, is her desire to bring us home. And all of us, yeah, as we come, like we speak about our mothers, and, and as we talked about in the introduction, all of us have varying experiences of our mothers. And, and for those of you who are biological mothers and also spiritual mothers, we have experiences of being mothers as well. And no relationship is perfect, and all of us have different stories. and. And maybe there were experiences that we had as children where maybe the nurturing wasn't safe or maybe mom was overwhelmed with her own struggles and she was unable to attend to you. 
maybe she had just many other things to do, or maybe she was so broken in her own story that she turned to you, maybe instead of your dad or, or other adults um, that were around to be the sole, you know, kind of sole nurturance for her. And, and when these things happen in our hearts and in our lives, they can just deeply break our hearts. And we learn kind of all kinds of lessons that happen along that journey. And so what Mary is desiring to do is she's desiring to show us the fullness of, of what it means to be a mother and what it means to be received. Uh, Bishop Fulton Sheen, in his book, The World's First Love, he talks about Mary as the most perfect, uh, like the most beautiful creature. And of every character quality you would want to have for your mom, she has them all. And so if I could just invite you just for a second just to think of your mom, whether she's here on earth or she lives before the Lord alone, what was she like? What were the things in your heart as you think about her that, that you find were very moving in their beauty? The places maybe where she showed up every day after school and brought you a sandwich and a glass of milk. <laughs> or maybe your favorite birthday cake that she would always make every year. Or the times that she would tirelessly just get up and, and serve the family where she was facing difficult situations and she remained faithful. And she was, you know, at mass every Sunday or every day, and, and you just see these beautiful qualities in her. What, as you think about your mama, what are the things as you think about her that move your heart with with joy and with gratitude, and with safety and refuge? And then also, um, if we could look at the other side of that, because both sides are important, where were some places in your heart where maybe your mom just missed you? where she kind of overlooked you or she maybe wasn't a safe place or her tenderness or her strength or her steadfastness just wasn't present. She wasn't able to do that for you. Or, or maybe even now you find yourself in a relationship with your mother where you can't talk to her or maybe you haven't talked to her in 20 years and there's a huge rift and you might be sitting here today saying, I don't know how to make that right. I don't know what to do. Or maybe you're a mama and your children haven't talked to you in a long time and you're saying to yourself, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. And these are places, my dear friends, where the Lord's inviting us to surrender to him, to, to surrender to Our Lady and to ask her even now to begin to work in these relationships. Because you know what? No, nobody gets too old for a mom. <laughs> All of us need a mom. All of us need a place to go where we can find nurturing and caring and somebody will listen and be a tender communion. That's what a woman is, she's tender communion. All of us need that safe place. And every single one of us, the beautiful thing about our faith is that every single one of us, no matter the story of our biological mothers or our adoptive mothers or our foster mothers or maybe some of us were raised by other family members, that no matter what has happened to us in this story biologically, that every single one of us, you and me, have a spiritual mama, and that's Our Lady, and she loves you. She loves you, and she's kind, and she's attentive to you, and she will tell you the truth in love, and she will be a refuge for you, and she will inspire you, she will correct you, she will bring you closer to her son, and her only desire is to see you become fully alive in the life of her son. She has no other motive. She's not self-seeking. She's not you know, grasping at you for her own needs. Her only desire is to love you and for you to become the child that she already sees you to be. And so even now, as you hear those things, you might find just different um, aspects in your heart. 
of you might find an attraction at the same time, maybe a resistance. And I just, once again, want to invite you just to notice those things, that's okay. Or you might be saying to yourself, well, I'm too old for this, I already know about that. So I'm just gonna invite you to notice that as well because she would love this Advent season, no matter how young or old you are, to bring your heart more fully alive, more fully human, uh, more fully tender, fully strong, fully beautiful. That, that's where her heart is for you, to bring you to her son. I wish you a very blessed time with Our Lady and all that she will show you about being a child of hers. All right, God bless you. See you next week.